I, all I'd done is clean her house. You know, I thought I was doing her a, a favor, but I'd put the pots in the wrong place, and I'd made spiders grow in the walls, and I, and I was the spiders were watching her, and it was all my fault, and and she knew that I was after her, and and she went on and on and on, and I think my eyes got wider and wider and wider, and I, I ended up, backing toward my room. I'm trying to think of this as I go. This has been years ago. And she, again, looked at me and said, and I have a gun. Hey guys, my name is Katie Enterkin and I'm on a mission to help humans become the best possible versions of themselves and to unveil what I like to call the beautiful beast that already lives inside us all. And welcome to the podcast about everything and a little bit of nothing. I've had the privilege to talk to all kinds of different humans who have been through a plethora, oh, I love big words, a myriad of experiences just being a human and existing. These are real conversations with real people, getting to know each other, sharing stories that make us cry, and occasionally pee our pants with laughter. We talk about all kinds of life stuff, parenthood, business, life goals, fitness, chasing your dreams, and yes, even some animal noises are involved. For more information, keep listening. This is the Unveiling the Beast podcast. What's up, beautiful beasts? Welcome back to the podcast, and thank you for joining me for episode 25. That's like a quarter of a way to 100 episodes. Um, this is a very special episode because I got to interview my mom. I guess you could call this like special Mother's Day edition since yesterday was Mother's Day. Ooh, special Mother's Day edition. Anyway, there's definitely a lot of laughter and I had her tell you a story of the strangest and eeriest thing we ever went through as a little family. We topped it off with a little conversation about parenting and why it's okay for her to let go of the need to tell me to put the lid on the sandbox. As always, I hope something lands with you today. I hope something you hear tugs on your heartstrings and or I hope you laugh. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Caitlin Noel. No, I'm Caitlin Noel oh. Entrican. That's right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am with Rosemary Moffat of the Moffats. Six feet away from each other-ish. And um, we're doing a Mother's Day special. She happens to be my mom. I happen to, yes. Hi, Mom. <laughs> you grew in my womb. <laughs> Thank you for letting me stay there. You're, you're welcome Thank anytime. You. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, yeah. Yeah. So, um, how's it going? I'm actually doing pretty good, considering it's been, you know, eight weeks in quarantine with my lovely husband, Mike Moffat. And, you know, we're still here and we're still in one piece for the most part. You still kind of like each other? Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> we do have our moments. But um, yeah, actually, considering we, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. And we're very, we're feeling very grateful. And uh, we're feeling uh, very lucky to be where we are. And um, we have a wonderful family that brings us food. Well, or that thank we can, you. <laughs> you're welcome. Or we can pick up food at your house. And I get to see my grandson now. Because he's a safe person. And gosh, that's important to us, you know? Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Our bellies are full of spaghetti. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Spaghetti. Yeah. So what do you want to know that you don't already know? What do I want to know? Or, well, you know, what would you What like do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> well. That's a loaded question. When I caught you with that cigarette, were you really smoking it or was it really your friends? Which time? <laughs> 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 yeah, as if you're ever going to tell me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, when I was in my early 20s, I was still hiding around the side of the house with my cigarette because um, I didn't want mom to be disappointed in me, even though she knew what I was doing when I was 23. You can't smoke. After my you're divorce. A, you're a vocalist. <laughs> you can't be smoking. 
ladies and gentlemen, you, you, <laughs> you must know by now, and she probably hasn't told you, but she's a fabulous vocalist. I mean, she puts me to shame, and I'm a... <laughs> okay, okay. That was See? Christina. Yeah, that was Christina. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm keeping that in. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should, because you do sound like Christina. Everybody, you have to figure out which Christina she's talking about. Uh, well, I already said Aguilera like five oh, you seconds did? ago. But you it's did? okay, you're old. So. I know. I, what? <laughs> Jeez, you know, that's something we can talk about. Let's give them something to talk about. I really, you know, I'm 66 years old and I do not feel 66. I don't know if I look 66. I don't care. But it's you funny to... You look 60 sex. <laughs> oh, okay. 60... You look sexy six. Oh, thanks. Wait, which one sounds better? Sexy six? Sexy that, that sounds sort of... Sexy six. Sexed. Six. Six. That's you're being nasty. <laughs> well, I am your daughter. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but that's just a... I never knew how it would feel to be this old. <laughs> <laughs> and I still don't. <laughs> I never, did you just say I never knew how it would feel to be this? Yes. I always wondered, you know, I always wondered why older women did things like put their makeup on crooked. Well, it's because they can't see. And why they um, are all saying, huh, what? And it's because they can't hear as well. And those things come on so slowly that you... You really don't realize it till it's too late. <laughs> but other than that, oh. I'm just fine. Oh, yeah. She looks, I hope I look as good as you. Uh. And I'm sexy sex. Sexy. You are such a dirty girl. Anyways, we do go off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the trail, the track. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay, gosh. you guys. Just yeah. some a little context. My mom and I have a pretty good relationship because <laughs> we laugh a lot and we also bicker a lot. <laughs> no, we don't. It's usually her fault. <laughs> no. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I say we're doing pretty good. Yeah. I mean, we uh, we're both really sensitive, so. She'll take something I say totally out of context, and then I'll take something she says totally out of context. But I think, yeah. well, I was going to say I think that's normal, but there really is no such thing as normal. There isn't anything. We just no. have a different style in certain ways, and yeah. that's really good. I mean, if we were the same, how boring would it be to hang out together, right? you know? Jeez. But, um, but on the other hand, I still think of myself as the mom. And sometimes you look at me and say, I know, Mom, you got to get over that. And, you know, because you're pretty old now. <laughs> I am pretty old. And and you have your own way of doing things. And I'm 35, and she's yes. still telling me to put the cover on the sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, you put She literally... Up. She no, literally five minutes ago said, you might want to start putting the cover on the sandbox. <laughs> she, You just put your leg up in the air. I've got to tell you, when she was a little baby, she could hardly walk and she, she'd, she'd throw a fit and start crying and she'd stick her leg up in the air and she still does it and I think it's so cute. Very cute. And she does it just all by herself. I still do it. Desmond does it now too. Yeah. If he gets mad, he throws himself on the floor and sticks his foot up in the air. I'm like, hmm, must be genetic. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I really do. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I always said that I sort of grew up with my two children. Um, and that must have been really interesting for you guys because... Well, when we surpassed you in the growing <laughs> up... <laughs> you probably did. You know, it was an interesting. It was an interesting time, raising you two pretty much by myself, and uh, I loved it. We had adventures. We, we did. were poor. We were poor. poor no, no, no. We were po. We couldn't we, oh, afford we the po. OR. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
But we'd do things like, you know, leaf stomping, and we'd go down to the, the train track station, the train tracks, the train station, the train and, track station, and hold up Happy New Year signs as the train went by. And, it's true. And um, we'd we'd take the pots out and make big noises. And what else did we do? We went on adventures in the car. We did. And um, and we moved a lot. Yeah. We moved quite often. We moved a lot, which was scary sometimes for yeah. all of us. But um, that's how I met Mike, so yeah, I guess it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, everything, we, we go through everything for a reason, and I, I truly believe that. But some of those, some of those go-throughs are really scary at the time. Mm-hmm. Remember Louise, oh when we God. moved in with Louise? <gasps> oh, my goodness. Why do, you know what? Let's do story time. Okay, okay. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to tell the Louise story. Well, I'm going to have her tell it because she tells it the best. And most likely I'll interrupt her 17 times. Probably. But, you know, I have to I have to help her memory sometimes now that she's old and yeah. 66. It's true she's because kidding. I'm trying to figure out which, which house we moved out of. Was it Loyola? It was the condo. Ooh. The condo in Moore Park. We went from the condo uh, to Louise's. On Campus Park Drive. So... We were always on the edge because we were pole. Because we were pole, and if (laughs) I can't say it, and if if and we never owned a home. Duh! I never thought I'd ever own a home. And um, I was a school teacher, and then I worked for a nonprofit, and then I was a school teacher, and then I was a non, and then I did both, and I still never made enough money. Never made enough money. and we lived in Moore Park, and the people who owned the condo decided they were going to sell, and they wanted us out, like, right now. So, you know, I'm always trying to think creatively. So there was a teacher um, at one of the schools that I taught where my kids went to school, and she was going to be gone all summer and needed someone to watch her place. So I said, I know. We'll just move somewhere for a little bit. And we'll put our stuff in those pod things, and then we'll just go to Mrs. Jewel's house. Ooh, I said Mrs. Jewel. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. And we'll live there all summer, and and by the time we get out of there, we'll have a place to live. So I looked in the newspaper, and I found this place in Santa Rosa Valley, which was a beautiful valley, beautiful homes. And they had, they had a, like a, a studio for rent that was huge where I could put all my stuff if I wanted to and they had I think she said two rooms or something. It was one bedroom and a giant studio. It was a huge studio. Yeah. We fit three beds in there plus all of our stuff. So I went to visit with her and her name was Louise. Oh. And I mean she talked like that and she looked like the lady in Sunset Boulevard. Wasn't she 66? I think she was. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was a very elegant-looking woman, um, like Hollywood elegant-looking woman. And she dressed nicely, and she, she had these airs about her, you know. Beautiful home. Big, huge pool that my kids would love. avocado trees. orchard. Yes. <laughs> like hundreds of avocado trees. And I said... We only need to be here for three weeks. Oh, darling, you'll be just like family. You and your children will love each other. You're, you're, you're just like my sister. I just know. And she went on and on. And I, You know, sometimes I can't read people right. And I thought, okay, this will work. And she really was being a little bit too friendly a little bit too soon. She didn't ask me enough questions. So we piled up all our stuff. And I don't, I don't even remember how we did this. And we moved in. And we created bedroom for um, Katie and her brother in the studio. And Daniel. Oh, and Tony's Daniel. We still Daniel. had Daniel with us. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Tony always had friends living with us. Yeah. And then I had the bedroom, that, which was right on the other side of of where the studio was. It had its own door. That's a good thing. It had its own door. I wasn't locked in there all the time. <laughs> Anyways, had its own door. So as we continued to live there, Louise got weirder and weirder. And she she had another home up in somewhere up north on a, in a beach community. And I don't want to say too much because somebody might know who it is. And what if she's still alive and she's Ooh. like 80-something and she'd come after us? Literally, you guys, that's where we're headed here. 
one one um, day she came home from a trip to wherever that beach Wait, place halt. was. We have to Wait, rewind. Okay, rewind. She was at the pl- <laughs> that was good. That was good. Sound effects. People. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot that. While part. she was gone, we got well. Me and Tony got a little Snoopy, and found cans of soda and food from like the 80s i think it would be even before that maybe well did they have canned food in the oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes they did <laughs> it was very very old <laughs> it was really old like because i think i just wanted a soda or something and i found a diet pepsi and i i opened it and i was like this Oh, it was awful. It was weird. And then it said expires 1982 or something like that. And I yeah. was like, Mom! <laughs> and then we, I think after that, we all sort of started looking around the house and really seeing things we didn't see before. Like, it really probably hadn't been dusted in years. years. Um, you know, everything was in place. but And it was just really odd things about the house that we didn't notice before because we were sort of desperate for some place to be for three yep. weeks and we had seen the the, the pool and the, the the orchard and the i mean it was just beautiful and we just said yes 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 without really thinking about it when i say we it's really me because you were kids yeah then there was the prowler oh yeah i that forgot was about scary. that guy was it tony or you that noticed him first? it was tony tony and silly tony and that night, the prowler actually came to my bedroom door and shook the door back and forth. The door, the room that had its own door? The door, the room that had its own door. And it wasn't the door you shook, it was the knob. But I was just inside of an outside door, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So you walk through a door from the outside, and there's my door. And the door started jiggling. And I think you know, I'm probably a little bit off, but then I hear Tony and Daniel going, Whoa, hey, get out of here. Blah, 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 blah. And they chased the person away. And we were all really scared, you know. And later on, we found out that Louise had actually sent that guy there Ugh. to check us out. Ew. Yeah. And then a couple of days later, her ex-husband called, and I answered, and he said, you've got to get out of there. She was given a a medical discharge from the police department. She's, she was a retired cop, and she was given the discharge because she was nuts. She was a, a paranoid schizophrenic. And that was another thing we'd, we'd seen as we looked around her house. There was a lot of chains and locks. She was very, very paranoid. And I just thought, well, she must have a lot of good stuff. We were so naive, especially the mother, who was me. And I, I sort of poo-pooed him, and he goes, I've got to tell you, I had to get out of there. I was start, starting to fear for my life because she'd throw fits. And the last thing I want to tell you is she has a gun. And I went, oh. So by that time, we only had about, oh, I don't know, a week and a half left. And I thought, we can do this. We can just hang in there. And then she got home. And we were at Dad's house. And you were at Dad's house. So you were by yourself. I was by myself. And I, I, you go down this little lane, a little tree, treed lane, to get to, to her house. With its own door. With its own door. <laughs> and the garage door was up. Her, her little T-bird was there. It looked like the, the, the trunk was open and it looked like she'd started getting her stuff out. But from the house, I'm hearing this this god-awful screaming and yelling. I mean, it was really sort of animalistic. And, and ooh, I'm getting, I'm getting sort of scared just thinking about it. So I go in and this woman, she had just changed dramatically from the last time I saw her and she was accusing me of of I, all I'd done is clean her house you know I thought I was doing her a, a favor but I'd put the pots in the wrong place and I'd made spiders grow in the walls and I and I was the spiders were watching her and it was all my fault and and she knew that I was after her and and she went on and on and on and I think my eyes got wider and wider and wider and I I ended up backing toward my room I'm trying to think of this as I go. This has been years ago. And she, again, looked at me and said, 
and I have a gun. And then I sort of went running from my room, put the chair in front of the door, and I mean a big, big chair in front of the door, got behind the bed and called the police. And I said, oh my God, she has a gun and she's, she's threatening me with it and, and blah, blah, blah. And, and he goes, well, ma'am, let me have the address. And I gave him the address. This was the old days when they had to have the address. <laughs> and he goes, I give him the address and he goes, oh, Louise. And I went, oh no, you know her? Oh yeah, we'll be right out. <laughs> so they sent a couple of whatever sheriffs or people, whatever they were, out. And they were very nice. And they talked her down and they said, Louise, these nice people are going to call some movers tomorrow. They're going to they're gonna move from your house. We're going to send somebody over to be with them and maybe help them move. And you're going to be an, a nice girl, right? Well, you know. And, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and that's what happened. The next day they sent this big, older, I think they were sheriff, this big older sheriff guy out and you and your brother were back by then and mm -hmm. you poor guys oh jeez i think at this point we need to give a shout out to tom to tom yeah oh, yes. tom was another old roommate that we had in our condo and he's the one that she called and he didn't he come pick you up he came and picked you up and you spent the night at yeah. his house and he took you in and like bathed you and I'm no, he didn't bathe me. <laughs> no, no he was just a really nice guy from minneapolis and he was uh, i don't know what his major was he was a college student student that was renting our garage yeah <laughs> anyways we did man have, we need like three hours i know for this i know episode. but we have good stories you know so um I called a couple of friends and we moved all the stuff into the pods and the pods went back to the pod place and I called Tom and he came and got me. Were you guys there? You weren't there yet. Um, he came and got you that night. Night. And then, and then the next day. We went to a hotel room. We went to a hotel oh, for yeah. one night. And then when did, where did we go? Was it Joyce's or was it? Um, I get my stories no. mixed up. Joyce's was the second time we were homeless. <laughs> oh, um, we weren't homeless. We no, were just we between. weren't homeless. We just were. We we're went to Mary houses right now. <laughs> we went to Mary Ann's to, to stay for a while. Oh, that maybe was, we went to Mary Ann's next. That's where did we, we went. go to Mary Ann's. Okay, so we didn't go to Mrs. Jewel's. We went. See, we had two times that were very um, adventurous. <laughs> And we stayed there. By the way, Marianne is my ex-husband, Katie's Kate, Katie's husband, Katie's father, my ex-husband. Okay, his ex-wife's sister, and we all get along just fine. Ooh. So we, <laughs> and we stayed with her for I don't know a couple weeks. Yeah, a week and a half. Yeah. Then we went to Mrs. Jules. Is that right? I Honestly, I don't Anyways, remember. so during that time, yes. That's what that's what it was. Okay. During that time, remember the remember the hamsters were they hamsters? They were Russian dwarf hamsters. Yeah, and it sounds like I'm changing we the subject, started but I'm really with not. Four. Yeah. And at Mrs. Jewel's house, we noticed these disgusting hairless <laughs> moving half inch long creatures anyways we're jumping ahead of ourselves yeah, we're jumping ahead <laughs> <laughs> we ended up with about 34 russian dwarf hamsters anyways but going back to marianne's during that time um miss louise became a stalker and she would call me relentlessly and i'm not even going to tell you what she would say on the phone it was it was just disgusting let's and, just say some of the voice was it voicemail yet no. Some no. of the messages on the answering machine, which if you are a young millennial, that is a machine that people used to leave messages on. No, actually, I, I, had, a, I had a cell phone, so maybe it was voicemail. The old ancient um, kind. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I was going to say some of those voicemails included, but were not limited to her talking about blood and glass on the ceiling. Yeah. So it was pretty awful, and I got sort of scared, and I I was in a job at the time where, and I had been for a while, where I, I did a, I did, dealt with the, the press. We used to call it the press when it was newspapers, before all the internet stuff, <laughs> and I, 
and I was in the newspaper a lot, um, and it was just dealing with nonprofit, so it wasn't like I was famous or anything, but um, I had to stop doing that, had to stop, get my name out of the public, I don't even know if you knew this, and and no. sort of keep myself anonymous for about a year, um, because that's what they suggested, and they just said, look, change your number, she's not going to stop, and she's crazy as a loon. And um, so that's what I did, and uh, it was it was pretty awful. But and we didn't feel safe, I don't think, for for a little while. No. Um. So that's that story. Yeah. We have a couple other ones that are pretty awful. But you know what? I don't want to go into any of the other ones. No, I think you... that was a good one for yeah. this. I mean, obviously, you're going to be a recurring guest, okay, good. ladies and gentlemen. If you've been hanging out with me long enough, you know that I like to have recurring guests. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I want to, before we move on from this story, I want to fast forward a little bit to that party we went to. I don't even remember whose party it was or what it was for, but we were in a circle talking to strangers, you know, making conversation, asking them what they were doing, and they were talking about how they found this place in the Santa Rosa Valley. And they're thinking about moving in there. Oh. This studio. Oh, I just oh. got chills thinking, talking about it. I remember that. I don't remember where and we then were. And we were, they were like, oh, I can't remember her name. And then we were like, is it Louise? And they're like, oh, yeah. And both of us were like, no! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That was, I was so scared for them. I, what party was that? I don't know. I don't remember. I just it, got chills. Was it by Did the it pool? Long? I want to say it was by the pool I somewhere. I need a hug. I don't know. I but need you it. can't hug me because no, of COVID. No, you can't hug me either. We're trying to be good. It's really hard. <laughs> Anyways, I feel like um, we really had we really had an adventurous upbringing. We did. <laughs> we did. So if any of my closer friends listening to this ever wondered why I'm so weird and adventurous and what free spirited? <laughs> yeah, because we were gypsy why. vagabonds. We yes. were gypsy vagabonds, and and that was okay because because we had to move so much. We really learned that home is wherever you are, and we we sort of had to do that. I think if we hadn't learned that, if we hadn't gone to every rental place that we were in, <laughs> um, and fixed it up like it was our own and taken care of it like it was our own, which I always tried to do, um. It would have been not as fun as it was, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then when I met Mike, all of a sudden there was a house there <laughs> that we could move into. And, and then he asked me to marry him. And there was like plenty of room for you two kids and five dogs and three other people. And yeah. it was a huge home. And I met this big, tall, wonderful man. And he was living in this huge home with his dog. <laughs> and there was a big rose above the door a big rose stained glass window and I thought she's like that's hmm. how I know this is meant to be no that's not what I said <laughs> it's like our second date maybe by the third date but we've been together for 20 years now so that's oh. a pretty good thing so what else do you, would, you, would you like to talk about Dang. well I do like back on the topic of moving a lot I yeah. think that it really helped prepare me obviously you know this but my listeners don't um, when Sean and I moved a lot yeah. it was it was, hold on, we moved three times in two years. Yeah. <laughs> um, for, through through for no very, fault of your own. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and then the fourth time, we moved four times in three years, and now we're still here, so. Yeah. And After it's been, two years? Two it's and been almost three years. Wow. Three years in September. But, like, because of the way we moved around a lot when that happened and we were moving around a lot with me and Sean, I was like, all right, let's pack. Like I could have that house packed. Like, yeah, I'm snapping. Expert, expert packers. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And expert organized packers. Oh yeah. And do you uh, remember when Joe Barkey was trying to tell me how to pack a box <laughs> and I got mad at him? Did you? Okay. Joe yeah. Barkey. Joe, shout out to Joe Barkey. Yes. I doubt he listens to this, but you know. He was our um, real estate agent when we moved from one house to another <laughs> house. 
Actually, when I first met Mike, we moved a lot too. <laughs> you know, we're laughing, but it was really... It was tough at the time. And guess what? We live in our house now for, for 10 years. And oh, we live in our house for 10 years. And I'm going to... I'm going to show show you off i don't know okay show you me know off. brag about you a little bit brag about toot your i'm gonna toot your horn that's okay, the brag proper about terms you, but brag about mike because he's the one that really did it yeah they as of october was it october oh yeah um <laughs> as of october their house is completely paid off in 10 years thank woo, you woo, woo. mike moffett Yes. I'd like to thank Mike Moffat and Jason <laughs> Stoddard and the creation and running of Shit Audio. Yes. So. And we've also done a lot of theater, too. I mean, that's a whole different part of us. You that, and me or you and Mike? Well, all of us in oh, different man. ways. <laughs> the last oh. role I played was the 18-year-old high school senior. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. The 18-year-old preppy high school senior. Mm-hmm. In, in which... Pink. Uh, it was red with white oh, polka dots. Oh, excuse me. Yes. And, um, and? that role, <laughs> I think I was 23 when I played it, but mm-hmm. I played an 18 year old preppy high school senior. And that's when I taught myself how to laugh like this. <laughs> and I you. played, I played Claire Bell Little. She was the, <laughs> she was the what, villainess. Of that whole thing, she yeah. wore uh, uh, spike heels and a and a fur coat. Yep, she did, and she had big puffy hair. Yes, and that was one of the most interesting <laughs> shows I've ever done. I don't want to get into it. Why not? Okay. okay, we'll just say that a it was in the backyard of a restaurant that called sounds- the Secret Garden. So it was a nice backyard. So it was a nice backyard, but we were changing in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> And the other thing was, every night, the script would change. (laughs) Yes. none of us ever knew our lives. (laughs) But we got through it. We did. It was fun. Yes, especially my partner, the man who I was in most of my scenes with. He kept changing the lines. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Anyways, um, so where do we go from here? I don't know. Do we go forward or do we go back? I don't know. I don't know. My my grandson Desmond is is downstairs waiting for me. He um, is. Grandies. So, is there anything else you want to ask me about for this time? Well, we're only thirty minutes. I in. know. So you could ask me about a whole other time. We could talk about Girls Incorporated. We could talk about acting. We could talk about singing. But you know, I don't know. You can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. But but it's it's just really odd that um. You know, even though we had our tough times, we were always pretty healthy in our heads for the most part. And, you know, we were very odd sometimes, but we met a lot of families that were not healthy. Yeah. That were very dysfunctional and very unhealthy in their minds. And um, (laughs) I don't know. I, I think, you know, it's... It's made us who we are today, which <laughs> I don't know what you think about that, but you know, we're honest people. We yeah. have a lot of fun. We we're compassionate. We're accepting to to an extent. Um, we have a good world outlook, I think, and we don't like to hurt people, and we don't like to get hurt either. But y- you know what I'm saying right audience you know what i'm saying yes and um we met up with a lot of people who who were not like us and it took me as a as an as an adult a long time to realize that people didn't think like me you know whether it be a man i was dating or some kid from a dysfunctional family or somebody i was working with who was a woman who was jealous of me for some weird reason <laughs> or who thought I was jealous of her or whatever. I don't do jealousy very well. And um, I'm always trying to make friends, you know? Yeah. And so it it takes a while to learn to know that you're okay. And if people don't like you, it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's just okay. You're not you for know? everybody. That's right. That's <laughs> right. 
and to be really really but it takes a long time to be really really okay with that yeah for, for the most part I mean we still have our moments you know like when you you hurt my feelings or I hurt your oh feelings oh my goodness you guys were horrible oh god and, and our husbands both look at us like, oh, here they go again. You know, every time we get off the phone, Sean says, you guys are funny. <laughs> every time. Because we love each other a lot. We do. You know, I don't know what I'd do without Katie. I don't know what I'd do without Mother. Yeah. Mother. Where's the music? We should, we should have some really, right here. really dramatic music here. Okay. Okay. I'll cue it. Okay, good. <laughs> And then you can let it go for a while and then, you know, fade it out. And then we can talk about something else. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk about your brother. Well, we actually, about... I have a, I do have a question okay. for you and it's going to get a little serious here. All right. Where's the weirdest place you've ever taken a dump? No, I'm just oh kidding. Oh my gosh. That's an inside joke. Um, <laughs> no. Not with me. It's not. <laughs> it started tonight though. Um, <laughs> no, I'm going to cut that out. Um, but I do have a question for you, and it is going to get a little serious, and I'm going to ask you from the perspective of a coach and not your daughter, but I'm going to respond to you as your daughter and not a coach. Okay. Where or what or who, <laughs> um, what are some of the areas of parenting that you feel like you did not do a good job Oh, gosh. You know, when I was actually doing the parenting, I mean, not that I've ever stopped doing the parenting, but I always felt like I had to leave you alone too much. And and that's where you got into trouble when because I, I wasn't there to, to oversee you. And yet I also, on the other hand, think it made you really independent. Um, and and you, you always knew what to do if something went wrong mm -hmm. most of the time. Um. Sometimes I feel I didn't protect you enough from stuff, from life, because since you were you were two very independent, uh, creative kids, you got play, you got made fun of in different ways, you know. Yeah. And um, I think when I found out about it, that I would go in there and and help you out. But sometimes I don't think you told me. And then the another thing is. Um, Gosh, you know, when I started dating, I, I wouldn't pick the best guys sometimes, <laughs> you know, and and there was one time you even knew it, and you were 10, and, <laughs> and you tried to tell me, and I'm thinking, you know, not what, what does she not, know? Not, not what does a 10-year-old know, but what the heck, yeah. lady, why are you acting this way? But as I said before, I really was growing up with you, and... um I feel that way for a variety of reasons that I won't go into, but um, a lot of responsibility was thrown on me, you know, when we were actually on our own. And also I, I yearned to be a partner in a relationship. I, it took me about two years after my divorce from your dad that I finally realized I, I was made to partner with someone, mm -hmm. but it had been so long since I'd dated anybody you dating you but i had no idea how to go about it and i was pretty cute back then i was 40 years old i was skinny i was a redhead i was you know i don't know i was pretty cute i guess and what i didn't realize is some people go after you for what you look like and not who you are and i think maybe i should have kept more of that away from you i don't know i don't know how you feel about that Hmm. But um, maybe gone away from the house with some. Not that I was a hussy, but <laughs> <laughs> but I think I was like exploring and you yeah. Know, and it took me literally till j the boyfriend before Mike came along to figure all that out, and that was like twelve years. That was like twelve years before I finally went. Oh. I'm really fine by myself. I'm fine on my own. Yeah. And, uh, I, but I think that it must have affected you too somehow. So I apologize for that. I think I've done that before, but, and what do you think? How, how, how could I have improved my, my parenting? Are you ready for this answer? I am. I think you did the perfect job. Oh. <laughs> Listen, you did what you could with what you had. 
where you were, which is what we should all be doing in all aspects of our lives. Do what you can with what you have where you are. But I think you did... There. Sometimes, as parents, now that I'm a parent, we worry about... Um, if we're doing it wrong or, you know, there's days where we're just like, oh my God, I suck. I'm a horrible parent, but we're doing what we know how to do and we're doing it out of love. True. You know? So. And sometimes we have no clue what to do. Exactly. And we have to, we have to sit, we, we, we have to either react and a lot of times just reacting, we don't do it the right way or we don't do it effectively, I should say, or, or we have to sit back and go, gosh, what do I do now? What yeah. do I do with this one? You know, that reminds me of this joke with the two ladies sitting there having lunch together and one of them says to the other one, so what are you doing tomorrow? And the other one says, gee, I don't even know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I felt sometimes, you know? Yeah. Um, but you're right. And thank you. I just hope that you always felt like you were loved. I did. I always Did. felt like I was loved by you. <laughs> Not necessarily everyone in our family, but yeah. we don't need to. Get, that's that's part of other episodes yes, anyway. So, well. <laughs> um, but yeah, you did everything you knew how to do, which mm. most of us, like you said, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> ever ready to be a parent. No, we think we um, are, but we're not. And, and that's the, okay. All the things that you described, like us being latchkey kids, that's the the what is it the psychological term for it technical term where you know we'd get home from school and we'd be by ourselves and I would babysit my big brother that's right <laughs> and the boyfriend thing I don't I mean I don't really honestly I don't know how that affected me I mean obviously you're a human who wants to date people so that was it seemed normal for you to have a boyfriend <laughs> Yeah. Your picker was a I little had, off, but <laughs> I did have some interesting ones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you didn't date, we would have never moved to Moore Park. Yeah. Right? Remember Richard and his cookies? Oh, God. Okay, she's 40, right? And we're at Staples <laughs> getting <laughs> copies or something. <laughs> something. <laughs> and she sees a hot guy there and she's like, I'm going to get his, give him my number. So. I, it was the first time I ever did anything yeah, like that. Yeah, and it was in front of me, so and it was really funny. Those of you who are a little bit older, he looked like Richard Chamberlain, the actor. I know he was gay, but, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so? So we're checking out, and um, she gives the cashier her number and said, hey, can you give this to that guy over there? On the ladder. On the ladder, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and so, wasn't it that night he called you? Yeah. And they dated. How long did you date for? Like six months or something. Yeah, like six and months. And then uh, the topic of age came up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> she was 40 and he was 25. That's that right. That is so hot. You were a cougar. That's what they call him. I know, but I didn't mean to be. Honestly. I really I didn't mean to be. I mean, I knew he was probably a little bit younger than me, but what are you looking at me like that for? <laughs> a cougar is just a hot older woman. I know, but I really didn't, you know. The one thing I want to say to the audience, though, is those of you she who She didn't think, mean to be hot. <laughs> no. Those of you who think that dating younger people is, is all that, as they used to say in the old days. Don't be talking days, to my husband. No, no, no. Dating younger people... You, you think to yourself after a while, they're very cute and they're very bright and they're this and they're that. Why are they, why are they so stupid? And if they weren't, they aren't stupid. They're just young. They, <laughs> yeah. ha they haven't gotten a they're lot of experience. Yes. They're ignorant. They're ignorant. In they, the use of that term properly. <laughs> they, proper use of the they term. They haven't yeah. lived enough life. They aren't where you are, you know? Yeah. And, uh. He fought for me, and I'm so glad I, you know, we were moving, and remember? And, uh, yeah, she had two guys fighting over yeah, her at the same time. Cookie Man he and Chili. Yeah, and the other guys kept saying, when he called and Richard was there, he kept saying, well, I make good chocolate chip cookies, too. <laughs> uh, he was the wrong choice, too. They were both wrong choices, but... You know, that's life. And then by the time dear Mike came along, I was not going to do this again. I was not going to be in a relationship. I was not, and he kept following me around, not literally following me around, 
but um, I was done, and uh, he was just so easy to be with, and he was just, we were made for each other, boys and girls, ladies Side and note. gentlemen. Side note, ladies and gentlemen, he is episode five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, you've already met him. Yeah, back in the day when when uh, I'd hold a lapel mic up in the middle of a room. <laughs> in the closet? <laughs> no, not in the closet. It was in a car. And just another side note, ladies and gentlemen, we're sitting on my bed. I didn't want to bring her into my closet because COVID. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. That's a whole nother thing that we can do. Oh, but in man. hindsight, I think it would be better. You know, um... I must say, after after giving you all all the, the stories and the 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 wonderful insights that I've just given you, <laughs> I have the two most wonderful, creative, bright, Stop compassionate it. adult children that anybody could ever wish for, and beautiful too. And um, I'm I'm just the luckiest mother. I don't know how they turned out that way, <laughs> so, but I know I must have done something right. You did. Um, you did everything right. Well. You did what you could with what you had. Yes. Yes. There you were. And to add to that, I think because you did such a good job, you no longer have to tell me to put the lid on the sandbox. You think so? <laughs> Gosh, I hope I, I hope I get over that. But, I don't, you know, as a mom, I don't know that you ever stop worrying about your children even when they're in their 50s, probably. No, you don't ever stop worrying. Uh, and but you just have to hold your tongue. That's what you have to learn how to do. That's a, that's the... Yeah. Not yeah, the nice it, way I was going to say it, but, you know. I know it used to piss me off when my mother did it. <laughs> I mean, Eve, she'd even talk about clean underwear and stuff. Are you wearing clean underwear? <laughs> Mom, I'm <What>? 45! <laughs> <laughs> that used to, I mean, it's like... Oh, we're going to go see so-and-so. Are you sure you're wearing clean underwear? It's like, what's with the underwear? <laughs> They're not going to know if it's clean or not. Yeah. I'll just take it off. What do you... Oh, she's 94 and has severe Alzheimer's. And she's still going strong, ladies and gentlemen. I love that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she will have whole conversations with us. We can't understand a word that she's saying. And then she'll laugh. <laughs> And then she'll, like, she's t told us a joke, and um, and it's really okay. That's just what we're she's given. She's not the mean, nasty old lady that has been described in other episodes. Yes, that's true. Anymore, because she doesn't know shit about shit. That's right. And that's makes her much easier to be around. I... I it's a terrible thing to say, but I almost like her better. <laughs> you know, if only she could still, you know, talk and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're talking about this whole Alzheimer's thing lightly. And I I don't mean to, to say that I take it lightly. I don't. It's, it's a terrible disease. It's a terrible disease. But once you're given it, you have to learn to deal with it and deal with it lightly. Yeah. And and make make not even make the best of make have the best and give them the best um despite what you are both dealing with what the whole family's dealing with because it is a whole family thing and yeah. I think we've done a pretty good job. Yeah. You know? Yep. So. Yeah. Well, I think like you can feel that this conversation's like wrapping it up, right? I can. Like you can feel it. So I do have one more question for you that I ask everybody at the end of each episode. Okay. And that is, if you could give one piece of advice to the world, what would it be? Can I give two? I guess. Okay. <laughs> and I, I'm sure that many of your other guests have said this, but no matter what, be yourself, and you already gave okay. me two, so can I have three? Okay, be, you can have three. Be yourself, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Do what you love, no matter how difficult it may seem. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have, you know, plan Bs. Do what you love, and be kind, you guys. Be kind. That's mm -hmm. the most important thing. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks for, uh... Mother's Day special, and I just, you know, i got one thing to do. What's that? Ladies and gentlemen, Rosemary Moffat, signing off. Until next time. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs>
ladies and gentlemen, I am with Desmond Rhodes Enterkin. I want to be right Yeah? Be right Dang, you're just getting fired up right away, huh? Yeah? These are your headphones? You want your headphones? Okay. Okay, okay. here you go. You gotta talk into the microphone, though. Here you go. <laughs> okay, can you can can you sing a song with me? You wanna sing ABC? Okay, but sing in your microphone, ready? Bye bye. A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X now I know my ABCs. Next time, won't you sing with me? Yay! Good job, Des. Don't fall off the bed, ladies and gentlemen. He is jumping up and down on Mommy's bed. Hey, buddy, what do I do? Yeah, can you say, we're making progress? I'm making progress. Say, Desmond, say, don't poo-poo progress. So tell me about Toy Story. Who's your favorite? Do you like Woody or Buzz? I like Woody. You like Woody? No, no, no. Leave that on. Leave it on, please. Thank you. Leave it on. Leave it on. Do, 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 do. It's hard to put back on. Do you want me to help? Okay. Okay, hold on. I know. Wait, do it. Oh, I'll better. Oh, why'd you take that one off? <laughs> You're so silly. Put it back on. Do you want some help? You want this one back? Okay. Okay. Can you sing Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes? Okay. Okay. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes, knees, and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes, knees, and toes. Eyes, and ears, and mouth, and nose. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Knees, and toes. Yeah. What do I Version of head, shoulders, knees, and toes? Hmm? Mine! Can you say bye bye? Bye bye! Bye bye, Remy!